This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you in part by Rosedale Communications, offering author-centric literary consulting, writing, and editing services to help you capture your voice, craft your message, edit your content, and publish your completed manuscript for business or ministry online at craftingyourmessage.com. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number four him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. And on Tuesdays, we call it Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha. Every Tuesday, we focus on marriage and relationship issues because, listen, ladies and gentlemen, if our relationships at home are a mess, they impact everything that we do. And it's so important that as Christ followers, our marriages are a light to the community. Isn't that right, Martha? It is. So one of the things that um, we really believe is that a good marriage, a marriage that is strong and Christ-centered, can really stand out and be that opportunity to um, shine a light for Christ. It's so important that we do that. And that's why we focus together on Tuesdays on marriage and relationship issues. And today we have a doozy of a topic the cost of divorce on employers. Wait till you hear what we've come up with. It's unbelievable. Before we do that, let's just remind you, go check us out on our website, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. Martha, when they get out to our website, iworkforhim.com, what are some of the things they're going to see? Well, if we happen to be on the radio at that time, the first thing they're going to see... Like right now, when they're listening to us, we're on yes, the air. Yes, yes. And um, they're going to see where they can click and actually stream the show so they don't have to be sitting by an old-fashioned radio or in their car. You know, I get a lot of people that'll say, oh, I catch you if I'm in my car. Well, you don't have to be in the car. So that's a great way to kind of, you know, go, oh, let me see what's on right now. They'll see a station that they can stream and listen to. Um, They'll also see pictures and a little bit of stream from our Facebook feed. And all of our, we haven't done any Facebook Live in a while. No, we haven't. Wow. Okay. But all it of our... kind of gave me some pushback on I that. Did give, I did give Martha some pushback on that because I just, I don't know, I can't it's stand... It's one more thing. I was told I had a face for radio, not that I had oh. a face for television. So, but all of our stations that we broadcast on around the country all have an app for that. So if you click on the link, you'll find out what the name of the station is and you can actually download that app so you can listen to us at, right now, in, in right now you can listen to us at two o'clock in the afternoon... Three, and these are all Eastern times, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if you waited about a day, you'll always have access to the podcast. And if you want to sign up and get the links of the podcast sent to you every day or every week, how do they do that, Martha? Well, there's a subscribe button that they can go to and fill out, and they can choose whether they want it daily or weekly. And that email will come to them with the links right in it with a little nice little synopsis of each little show 
each little show. They're all the same, but each show so that they can kind of remember, oh yeah, I, I missed part of that because I had to go to the dentist or whatever the case might be that distracted them and they can go back and listen to it. So it's really important that you check us out online. There's lots of great stuff out there. I don't know, because it's a Together on Tuesday, I think it's fair to mention a significant event coming up not soon from now. Okay. 2019 Cruise Your Way to a Better <laughs> Marriage Retreat. The registrations are open. We're already 20% booked. We would love for you and your spouse to sign up right now for next February 14th. That's right. We leave on Valentine's Day, 14th through the 19th, 2019. We leave from Tampa and we spend five days at sea and we have a great time. We'd love to have you come along with us. But you should get signed up now. And the advantage of signing up now for the Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat with I Work For Him is? Well, the one of the big advantages is that you can right now then just make a monthly payment. Um, it's the same pricing, but you can certainly, it helps your budget if you can pay a little bit every month. And one of the things, Jim, that you and I talk about is we don't want to be, you know, talking about the cruise every week all year long. No, we don't. But maybe, and the reason we bring it up now is maybe people heard about it all last year and it just wasn't the right time for them. Maybe they were having a baby because you, you can't go on the boat if you're over 24, month, uh, 24 months pregnant. If you're over 24 months pregnant. <laughs> Pregnant, 24 you weeks. Absolutely cannot go on this the cruise for over 24 months. Yeah, pregnant. so that would make you an elephant, right? Or I, that's I even think... longer than their gestation. But anyway, uh, 24 weeks is what I meant. But so if for any reason you were not able to go, but you wanted to, now is the time to just make that decision, get it taken care of, call Rick Saltarelli at Salty, Salty Breeze, Breeze Cruise, Cruise Planners. Planners, and we have all that information on our website under events, and um, you can check it out and start making your monthly payments, and it'll be painless. So go out to iworkforhim.com, and what you do is you click on the events tab, and on the events tab, it'll show, what does it do on the events tab? It's pretty self-explanatory. They can figure it out. Okay, well, I need people to tell me what to do. Maybe you don't need it, but I need it, so... I think it would be fair to tell um, people. Click here to register. There you go. And, you, and, <laughs> and you're not registering when you sign up or when you click on that. You're just going to get some more information. Rick Saltarelli will tell you all the ins and outs and your pricing before you click pay. So he'll take care of all of it. It's awesome. You just need to come. And we have people this last year, we had people from four states and they were listeners from all over the place. And we'd just love to have, have you come. All right. We're back to our conversation. Our conversation today. So can we read the verse? Can I read a Bible verse? Okay, Bible verse. Thank you, honey. It's a good thing on this show to read the Bible verse. So Philippians 1, 6 says, And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And how does that apply to our topic of today of the high cost of divorce to employers? Well, um, I, I guess I don't, I, you know, it's just such a good verse. And I just want to think that maybe as an employer, you know, God is using you where he has you and you can really minister to your employees. You can't necessarily stop a divorce. You can't necessarily influence all the decisions that your staff make in their personal life, but you can still minister to them. So God has you there. And if he started that good work in you by changing your life, then he's going to continue to to use you until 
Christ comes again. And see, I thought you so were gonna, that's where I was going. I thought you were going to go in the direction of the triangle that we've talked about many times on Tuesdays because it says, and uh, Philippians 1, 6 says, and I'm certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns or the day you die and join God in heaven. That work is constantly going. And in the triangle, Martha's giving me this look. Would you get your point, Jim? No. You get this at the triangle. Remember the triangle? We Draw the triangle on your hand. And at the bottom right-hand corner, this is an isosceles triangle, not an equilateral triangle. And at the bottom of the triangle, you put your names, you and your spouse. And you're and at the top of the triangle, you put God. And you work on focusing on your relationship with God as he works on you, continues his work continually on you. As you work on your relationship with God, you will draw closer together. That's the whole idea behind the triangle. I thought that's where you were going to go. No, because I think, well, you know, that's the beauty of scripture. It speaks to all of us at different places at different points in our life. So that's the beauty of what it was speaking to me and what it was speaking to you. I just was thinking we're talking about the employer and we're talking about what what um, role we maybe have in a situation where we have an employee going through a divorce and the cost that it can have. So we, of course, want to prevent divorce, um, but there's also this knowing how to handle what's happening to your staff. Well, and when you look at the costs, I mean, there's there's a mental cost, there's a physical cost, but the financial costs are staggering. And I, I almost wish we could kind of lay it up and, and get started. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll lay it up. Okay. We'll prep it up. And when we come back, we'll really get into some of the details. But okay, so let, let's just say, all right. So just ask yourself this question. How many of your coworkers or employees or partners have gone through divorce in the last five years? Do you know how it's impacted your bottom line, how it's impacted the culture in your business or your organization? All of the people that have been impacted surrounding that devastated employee that's gone through divorce today, as Martha and I just go through this, let's just talk about some of the things that we've learned. I think one of the most staggering things is the article I found. That's not the one. It's right here. That a divorce of a $60,000 per year employee is estimated to cost the business or the organization $85,934 in lost productivity. What? Based on simple salary calculations. And this does not include the cost of mistakes that are made, waste, contract errors that must Mm. be honored, things like that, because people, when they're going through the divorce, are not at the tops of their productivity. Hmm. And potential potential profits that are lost because of lost productivity and mistakes that are made. I mean, there's so many huge costs. And and it goes on to this. It costs the American economy $300 billion, that's with a B, billion dollars a year in stress-related issues having to deal with divorce and a, a, an employee that goes through a divorce loses over 168 hours of work time in the year following a divorce. All these things we will talk about. How do we? What are the costs, and how do we avoid some of these costs in our businesses? As we talk, how in, how about this? The cost of divorce to marriage—it's terminal. When you get divorced, it kills your marriage. What I meant to say is, the cost of divorce to your business, your organization. Most of us don't even think about this, and and it's it seems like kind of a a sad way to look at it is what, you know, your employees going through a divorce, whether you're part of a business or an organization, you know, it's going to cost you money. Well, 
let's, I mean, that's the sad part of it. We're going to talk about some of those costs, but we're really going to talk about what can we do to help minimize the cost of the business and also help the employee maybe not have as devastating of a divorce or maybe not have a divorce at all. I mean, I think that we got to look at it all the different ways. Yeah, no, it reminds me of recently we were talking with a business owner who was talking about wanting to do something for the marriages of the employees that he had in his care. And just having that discussion about the fact that he sees that if he can do something to help strengthen the marriages that um, come through his doors every day, where, you know, one half of that marriage comes through his door and works for him, um, that he is helping them in their home life, helping them to be stronger. And so really that's a preventative, a proactive approach. So that is something that probably a lot of employers have never even thought of before saying, you know, what can I do to make um, an opportunity to strengthen the marriages of the people that work for me? All right. So let's look at the glass half empty part of this. whole. just a reminder. Well, I know you don't want to do that, but we have to lay it up. We're going to try to prevent a solution because, listen, as Christ followers, whether we own a business, we run the business, uh, we we may be at the bottom of the totem pole. All around us, relationships of the people that we work with are in varying states of repair or disrepair. What are we doing to proactively fight this? Because, listen, these statistics I found were amazing. Stress from related relationship related issues cost employee cost I can't even read today. <laughs> Calculated stress from relationship related issues cost companies three hundred billion dollars a year. That's that's staggering. Study also found that employees lose more than hundred and sixty eight hours of work time in the year following the the divorce, which is reported to be more than eight percent of their actual work time. That's the year following the divorce. That's a month. That's it's an a, entire it's four weeks of work. More than, yeah, well, yeah, 168 yeah. hours. And and that's the year after right. the divorce. Leading up to the divorce, we all have had friends go through divorces <clears throat> and the year leading up to the divorce is horrifying for people. It's devastating for people. One of the reasons why it's bad the year after is life has changed and they have to figure out how to do life all over again when they don't have their spouse by their side. All right, so that's one number. How about as an employer, this number? And and we're laying this all up so we can come up with a solution. How do we get more proactive in fighting this divorce, divorces in the office? All right, the divorce of a $60,000 a year employee is estimated to cost eighty-five, almost eighty-six thousand dollars a year in, in lost productivity. Just the lost productivity. Then that doesn't include the cost of mistakes, which may be just uh, they've they've made mistakes on contracts or promises to customers, and things that have been promised that they have to honor those promises, which cost more money and lost potential profits. I mean, the numbers are staggering to business and. I was reading another article that talked about the economic impact on the country. And that, I mean, that was, that was unbelievable. It it goes on to say, let me just see if I can find it right here. It was, oh, well, the overall, I can't, I can't find it right here while we're, well, maybe I'll find it over on the break, but it was that if divorce actually causes a slowdown in the recovery from an economic downturn, that, that actually divorce goes down typically during an economic downturn because people can't afford to get divorced. 
But when people start to get divorced at the end of an economic, like a recession, that slows down the recovery because divorce adds so many more stressors on the economy. I mean, who thinks about stuff like this? I don't, I don't even know why, why they, why they do that. Well, because it's, it's a reality. You know why they do that because it's the reality of what they're looking at. And, you know, I was thinking about the fact that you were, you were saying we're laying this all up for people. You know, you may, somebody listening may work for an employer who, so maybe the listener's not the one in charge. Maybe they sure. don't have HR responsibilities or any of those kinds of things. Maybe they're but a if small you business. can lay this out for even somebody who doesn't want to look at the biblical principles of, of marriage that we are going to talk about at some point, but they just care for the health of a company, that alone what you've laid up already is enough reason to say, how can we help our employees? I mean, stockholders should care about this. Bankers should bankers should care about this. Anybody lending money, we're talking, um, uh, you know, venture capitalists should care about this stuff. I mean, divorce. I mean, if we really looked at the economic impact of divorce on our economy over the last on the GDP, the gross domestic product since 1970, when we came up with no fault divorce. What would those numbers be? Mm. Uh, and it's and part of the issue is that people just give up on marriage too easily. But we have, as business owners, leaders, managers in an organization, whatever our place would be, is it to my advantage or disadvantage to get involved in people's personal lives? Is it my place even to do that? It is, what do you think? Well, I think having an open door policy where um, if it is well received, for one thing, that um, people don't have many other people speaking good, positive encouragement, challenge into them in this world. I think everybody's so, um, there are a lot of people self-focused and um, they don't have authorities in their life or people with wise counsel. So having a trusted advisor in the workplace can really be that form. So, yeah, I think it's appropriate. Okay, okay, but as a business manager, leader, owner, getting involved in people's personal lives is M-E-S-S-Y. Oh, you bet it is. It's messy. Sure. So, and, but... I mean, there's pros and cons to this. You could ignore the fact that your employee is going through a divorce. And, and you're like, well, how will I find out if my employee is going through a divorce? If <laughs> you've got an employee going through a divorce, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Because somebody going through a divorce is talking about it. They're, yeah. they're just talking about it. So if you've got an employee going through a divorce, you're going to hear about it. You just have a choice. Am I going to just ignore it? Or am I going to be proactive? Because it's going to impact your business. Now, so I think the question is, WWJD, hmm. what would Jesus do in that situation? Oh, you're asking me to answer that? Well, because I don't know. No, but I think I thought you were just saying that's the question to ask because every situation, every scenario is going to be different. I think so. But for people to ask themselves that question well, well, what and would get Jesus involved. We, here, I think I have an answer. Jesus would get involved. Yeah. Is that what you just said? I just said that. Yeah, but you said it different. So I think people would, I think Jesus would get involved. I think that Jesus would get, we got involved in messy stuff all the time. I mean, people are just messy. Well, the minute you choose to have employees, you know, you're choosing messy. Yes. That's what the E-Myth is all about. Life is simple. Do you have employees? Yeah, it is. And E-Myth is a book. In it case is people a book. have no idea E-Myth what you're Revisited just is a great reading. book. Everybody should read it. It's not a movie. It is not, not. Don't wait for that movie. That movie would be a It's not a, a candy snoozer. bar. Okay. But, 
Okay, so we find out that an employee is going through a divorce. It is probably, by the time you find out they're going through a divorce, it's probably too late to stop the divorce. Mm. So you've got, again, as a business owner, leader, organizational manager, you got to do, so there's a choice there. Are you going to get involved now? What can you do to help ease their suffering? But then, so that you don't have to have that conversation, what do you do to get in front of this bus that's hurtling downhill with no brakes? Well, you know, we heard recently of a company that they budget, I think it was a couple hundred dollars a year for their- Per person. Per employee um, to do something that invests in their marriage. That's a great idea. I don't know what a couple hundred bucks can do, but- loved that idea. You know, they can get, excuse me, very creative with maybe, you know, finding some um, special little retreat that's about marriages or whatever it is. And and so really, for some of those, it might just be going towards it. It may not cover the whole cost, but would it give you the incentive to make it, to do something with it? Well, I got this. And, And that's just one person's example. You know, some company might be able to afford more or they might do less and they may just say, hey, I'm going to pay for you to go to movie and get popcorn with your spouse once a quarter. You know, just fun things like that to just say, I care about marriage, I care about you, and I want to do something that just makes a difference. All right, so it's these questions we have to ask ourselves. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do when we find out out if an employee is going through that and an employee is going through divorce? Because it is inevitable. If you run an organization of any type, whether it's a church organization, a nonprofit organization, a for-profit organization, whatever it may be, you are going to have employees that go through divorce. What are you going to do? What are you going to do proactively to help ease that suffering what are you going to do to help that employee who is absolutely their minds are scrambled eggs when they're going through divorce i don't care if somebody says it's okay i don't care uh, it's not bothering me at all that's a big fat stinking lie so as christ followers what's our responsibility here so when we come back martha and i are going to dig through what are the signs that you can look for and what are some of the things that you can do to help ease the pain and suffering on your employees and your business or your organization when people are going through a divorce. You're listening to I Work For Him together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg as we talk about today the cost of divorce on your business, your organization, whatever that may be. Whether you're a business owner, leader, you're a manager, we are all experiencing divorce of people that we work alongside each and every day, don't we? Yeah, it's very likely that someone you're going to be connected to, and sometimes it may just be a vendor. Maybe you're such a small company, you're not going to deal with it within your personnel, but you're going to be connected to it somehow. A salesperson who calls on you or a customer or whatever it might be. I mean, we're all impacted by divorce. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, when somebody's going through a divorce, they are in a high likelihood of having a car accident. Have any of you ever had a car accident with somebody who's going through a divorce and they're not even thinking straight? I would bet there's people out there listening today that have, that they're saying, yeah, yeah. I, well, and let's just speak to that for a quick minute because we used to be in the insurance business. We did. And so a lot of people were speaking from experience. Um, people would be like, there's so many bad things happening in my life. I'm going through a divorce. I got in a car accident. And they'd be listing all these things. Well, the truth of the matter is when something like a divorce is happening in your life, you're distracted. Yeah. And that can cause other you know, consequences, things that just, it feels like a trickle down effect, but it could be because you're just not as centered, focused and attentive as you normally would be. Well, and it's just understanding that 
divorce is ugly, it's messy, and it's a death that keeps on giving. How many of you have had a death in your family? And you know how devastating that is. Well, imagine that experience going on and on and on. And if you have shared custody of children, you're going to get to relive that death for a very long time. That's why we talk so much about marriage and relationships on together on Tuesday and I work for him because we're trying to prevent divorce. That's why Martha and I do marriage retreats. We're trying to prevent divorce because divorce is costly, not just money wise. We just, we, we listed some statistics at the beginning of the show today. I mean, $300, $300 billion hit to the economy Every year, the cost of divorce, that's huge. It is. And, you know, you were saying something else in the last segment about the fact that um, it can affect, you know, um, contracts that you write and other things that are happening, you know, that cost, that, sure. that maybe errors and things like that. I was just talking with a friend and they were talking about the fact that if you are in business with somebody who is, say it's a it's a, um, a situation where the divorce is because somebody broke trust, you know, that they went and had an affair on the side. Think about the fact that you are in business with somebody who's willing to cheat on their spouse. (laughs) What are they willing to do in their business? So we were having this discussion and talking about the fact that, you know, you, you lose integrity when you make that big of a decision that you're going to, that you're going to, um, you know, make a choice to hurt your marriage in that way where you have um, chosen to have um, an affair. And I never thought of it that way before, but then you're choosing to trust that person in business. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not trustworthy in business, but you're sure questioning their integrity at that right. point. And I thought that was a really interesting conversation to have. That's an interesting one. Boy, I wouldn't want to be... Well, I mean, when a married couple goes through a divorce, it devastates their finances. When a business partner is going through a divorce, mm. and that is could be... It could destroy... You could end up with a different partner because the business owner may have to... May get the former spouse as a partner. I mean, there's so many different mm. things that go on. All right, let, let's let's just talk about some of the symptoms, some of the yes. things. You know, uh, so here's some of the things you should look at. You know, the divorces can take four to six to twelve months to happen. Mm. During this time, your business is suffering as much as your divorcing employee. Here's some of the things that di- businesses and organizations, not just businesses, businesses, organizations of any type, whether it's a church, whether it is. Uh, a uh, whatever kind of business it could be. It could be mm-hmm. a government. The government could be suffering. I sure. mean, just imagine if one of our presidents got divorced while they were in the presidency. I mean... Yeah, it, but you even think about it, the people could be in military. You know, it could be your your postal delivery person. Um, you know, there's all kinds of occupations that are affected. That's right. All right, so absenteeism goes up. One obvious side effect of divorce on an employer is the work time a worker will need to miss to meet with their legal representatives or lawyers wow. and possibly attend court hearings because they're always always during the day. The more contentious the divorce, the more time off required. So absenteeism is mm. huge. Sure. And, and I, I was reading another article and it said that if we could, if the the workplace actually talk to employees about mediation services. Mm-hmm. Those things can be done at night. It's less devastation to the workplace. Also mediation's a lot less expensive for the divorce, but it's also uh, significantly less vitriolic uh, between people. Right. All right. So non-productivity, you all know it. Some days you just have bad days. You're not being productive. 
Going through a difficult divorce is one of the most stressful things that a person can go through. This will naturally mean that the employee is less likely to be productive at work. They may lack focus using working hours to deal with the issues, distracting colleagues to discuss what they're going through and leaving work early to deal with childcare issues. That's just huge. And you see it all the time. It's not just conversations over lunch. It's conversations at the the cooler and the coffee machine and everything all day long. Yeah, because if it's, um, you know, there's some emotional hurt that goes with that and you need, people want to find a listening ear in somebody because they need to process it. They need to figure it all out. And if they're not getting the opportunity to do that, or they're just happen to have coworkers nearby that they have a good relationship with, they're going to use that time. Well, and and ladies are often more often to share their emotional distress with other ladies at the workplace. And guys aren't necessarily going to do that, but you're going to see that loss in productivity. But the actual result of the divorce may be guys sharing their marriage problems with another lady at the office. They end up having an affair with, which ends up causing the divorce. I mean, well, and it was also saying in the article that, you know, okay, so a guy may not stand at the water cooler and talk about his divorce, but if they've been a good employee, you're going to see a decline in right. their, just in their work habits. And that's a good indicator something's going on. Right. All right. So increased sick leave is another one because people that are going to divorce often experience symptoms of depression and headaches mm. and fatigue and insomnia. And they're just, it's awful. I mean, yeah. it's like getting bludgeoned to death without the bludgeoning. You just, you, you feel like you're being bludgeoned all the time. And if you want to look up bludgeoning, word. just uh, uh, the movie, uh, let's see, Mel Gibson. Braveheart. Braveheart. Freedom. So how are you going to look it up and see Braveheart? Uh, well, when you, when you think bludgeoning, think. You don't have to look it up. You just think, think about Braveheart. Braveheart, right. Okay. okay. Increased mistakes. The stress and depression that an employee goes through when going through divorce Reduces the ability to function, impairs judgment, overall job performance. It can lead to injuries. People that are working with machinery, there's injuries and accidents, uh, mistakes, all kinds of, I mean. Well, that goes back to what we were saying. Yeah. You're just distracted yeah, but, because you're thinking about what's going on in your life. But if this is a person running a crane or running right. a forklift or running a semi truck down the freeway at 80 miles an hour, that gets to be a pretty stinking hairy deal. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, you know, it really makes you think about how much... Um, responsibility you give your employees for no matter what their profession is. It's crazy. But it also, divorce could lead to your employees resigning uh, because they have to move out of state because they can no longer stay here. But, you know, what do we do to stop this? And and again, we asked the question in the last segment, as a Christ follower, do do we have a responsibility to help in this process? What do you think, Jim? I think Jesus would want to get involved. Now, there'll be some employees who are like, I don't need any help. I don't want your help. But as an employer, they're they're impacting your bottom line. You know, I just thought about the fact that um, as a if if the people listening happen to be Christ following owners of businesses, really consider what you could do in the HR department. Because maybe if you have some opportunities in place, it doesn't mean everybody has to take advantage of them. But if you put in your handbook that you say, you know, we're willing to pay for some sessions of counseling before an employee goes through a divorce um, or some of these mediation things. Let let me fund um, $500 towards a mediation service, or I don't even know. But really thinking about what are some things that I could offer that would help my employees to see that I care 
and that I want to try to make a difference. Well, let's talk about some of those things because, you know, there's a lot of businesses that we've highlighted, organizations that we've highlighted here on iWork for him Mm -hmm. that take advantage of either marketplace chaplains or corporate corporate chaplains where they or some other outside chaplaincy organization. And those uh, having a chaplain, having somebody on the staff or an outside contract person like a chaplain would actually, I mean, give somebody to talk to. Right. That is a safe ear. They can talk to them safely. And it doesn't keep another employee from working. You know, right. they've got that. And and chaplains are trained for right. confidentiality, for appropriateness, for good counsel, things like that. So um, that's a great way to really help someone. Yeah, in having a chaplain on staff and, and marketplace chaplains, I know this for a fact, you can just have a chaplain come in for an hour a week. You don't have to have them in full time. I mm-hmm. mean, this is something that's very flexible and marketplace chaplains is really good about making sure you have both a male and a female chaplain come on site. So if you're a listener and you've never heard of this idea of having a chaplain um, in your workplace, you can even, probably the best thing to do is to just contact you, Jim, because you can, you know, maybe direct them, but you can look up Marketplace Chaplain of America. MCHAPUSA.org. Yeah. And Corporate that. Chaplain. Corporate um, Chaplains. I don't know. They can Google website. it. But, it, but they, they can ask the Google. They can ask the Google or Alexa if and they happen to have an Alexa. It's MCHAPUSA.com. It wasn't ORG. Okay. If they have an Alexa, Alexa. But, yeah. Certainly, they can do some research and or reach out to you and you can tell them and direct them. But it is a great concept because it takes that responsibility off of the owner who may not feel equipped to it or may not have the time, but really showing your employees, hey, I care and I want to have somebody here that you can build a relationship with. Well, and there's some other things we can do, but that's a great one. Starting mm-hmm. with a chaplain is, is a like great that. one to do that. All right. So how about this? How about really being proactive in your organization, in teaching people what marriage is all about in a positive way, being proactive in, um, like like Martha said earlier, marriage retreats, um, maybe you have, uh, offering marriage mentoring, getting help, you know, connecting them up to a local church where they do marriage mentoring. We always we always highlight daretobedifferent.com, daretobedifferent.com as a, a marriage mentoring program for any church uh, anywhere in the country. It's fantastic. We've, we've, we've laid up a lot of groundwork here, but we, we started right before the end of the last segment talking about some of the things that business owners, organizational leaders can do. I mean, as a Christ follower, there are so many things you can do in your organization to help stem the tide of divorce, but it takes some real proactivity, you know, but it all needs to be driven by compassion for the people. We need to make sure that number one, we need to understand, unfortunately, divorce amongst our people is inevitable. So how are you going to handle it? Should you have a divorce policy that says, okay, if somebody's going through a divorce, here's how we're going to handle it. Here's how we help pick up the slack. Here's how we're going to make sure that people get devastated by this. They're, you know, we double check. We should have something that says we're going to double check their work. Or we're going to work alongside of them. We're going to educate the other staff. We're going to make sure that people know so they can offer support, but there should be a plan in place mm, because it's idea. going to happen. And, and especially, Especially if you are in a church organization, you guys got to be ready for this stuff. Do not ignore the fact that divorce is happening all around you. 
Every one of us needs to be prepared. I mean, it impacts us in our neighborhoods. You know, when our neighbors get divorced, it tears us up in our small groups. We had a divorce 20 years ago. It, it devastated our small group. How do we deal with this? But going back to business, what are some of the proactive, really neat things we can do? Uh, Martha and I would like to offer right here. If you're a business owner, leader, you're an organizational leader, maybe you want to do something that number one, teaches your single people, hey, here's what what marriage really can look like. Actually have like a training session to get people prepared. Maybe you offer premarital counseling for people that are engaged that work for you and offer marriage mentoring for couples that are, for people that work for you that are married, offer marriage retreats. All these are things that you can do. There is no law against that, but you will, you may be ridiculed for taking the side of being pro marriage, especially between a man and a woman uh, versus being okay with divorce. People may ridicule you for that, but I think you just need to be ready for that. You know, when we go back to that first segment where we were talking about if an you know you have a sixty thousand dollar employee and it could potentially cost eighty five thousand dollars. That's a huge thing. Um, in in cost to the company, you think about these little things that you maybe could offer and the cost of them compared to the financial impact of somebody going through the divorce. And we don't want to sound cold. We don't want to sound like this is all about the money. We care about the people. We don't want anybody to go through a divorce if we had our way. I didn't I didn't pull up a statistic on, on what I mean, how many people going through divorces commit suicide, but I know there's a number out there for that too. I mean, this, well, it's it, hurtful. It, it, it destroys it's people on the inside and out. And so, you know, all of the things that an employer can do to help strengthen a marriage so that they don't encounter divorce is far going to outweigh the the impact of divorce in an office, in a family, and all of the, the ways that it trickles it out into society. And if we're doing our job as managers within an organization, whether we're the business owner, leader, manager, wherever it is, Anybody that supervises people should be meeting with them on a regular basis, yeah. on a minimum of a weekly basis. You're going to be able to tell if something's going wrong. You'll be able to say, hey, Bob, I noticed your productivity's dropped down. Hey, Betty, I know people don't name their kids Betty anymore. Maybe they're you starting like to, to again. say Bob and Betty Bob and all Betty. The It's time. because I grew up with Bob and Betty. They lived in the neighborhood behind you us. Did. So, hey, Betty, I know, you just seem down today. What's going on? We as employers, we as whether that whatever that looks like, whether you're a manager or supervisor, we've got an opportunity to be frontline ministers in this situation. And so we need to be prepared with resources. Hey, you know, you're having problems at home. Wow. Before they're even talking divorce or separation. Hey, have a list of great Christian marriage counselors. Mm -hmm. Have a list of great churches that have marriage mentoring programs. Have um, great books that people can read, you know, offer to, to get people connected with people that can give good advice. I mean, we can be prepared for that all the time. You know, it wouldn't take long to put together a list of resources to, for an HR person or a manager to sit down and say, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to list some things out so that I have these things at my fingertips to help people through the, their situation and what an impact it can make, because it can really just be that. You never know what could be that thing that really helps somebody. And, and probably the best person to ask on how you could do this is find somebody in your workplace that's gone through a divorce and say, what could we have done to help you? What yeah. could we have done three years before your your marriage mm -hmm. started going bad? What, what could we do? What could we have done 
once it was already headed downhill, the snowball going downhill? What could we have done to support you? How could we have better equipped you? And, I'm, and I think you'd hear answers like this. Boy, if I could have just had somebody to talk to, that's where the chaplain idea on the campus is just a great idea. And you can have a chaplain. You could have three employees and still have a chaplain come in. You know, it, you can still do that. Uh, but to be able to get people a, an ear way before it goes downhill would be so valuable. Yeah. So, and you made me think of the fact too, you know, you were talking about needing time off and things like that, being flexible in the sense of still get your work done, but you know what, if you need to come in two hours late, then make it up two hours later or another day or whatever that may be. But, um, open communication, things like that, really having those conversations. But I love the idea of interviewing some people who've been through it and said, what do you wish would have been at your disposal during that time? What would have made your work experience better? I know we can't you know, change what happened, but how could we have come alongside you? And again, there's a fine balance because we're not advocating, we're not try- saying you know, go through this. But the reality is, is that we have a lot of people that are going through it. And how can we be the employer that they need at that time? Well, what I can think of some of the people that we know have gone through divorces. I, I look at this. They just didn't make good decisions. Mm. Um, you know, with they, they made bad car decisions. They made bad house decisions. They made bad financial choices that, that then after the divorce, they've been devastated with for a long time how do we've got to surround our friends as christ followers we've got the answer the ultimate solution to divorce is jesus because if as christ followers really there's no excuse for christ followers to go through a divorce except in just horrible abuse situations but honestly if you got two people chasing jesus nobody should ever be going through divorce because jesus is the answer to all of those solutions now, that may seem simplistic, but believe me, I understand it's not simple. Marriage is not a simple thing. But how do we come alongside? What are some of the things we can offer? But are you as a business owner, leader, organizational manager, supervisor, are you being proactive in ministering to your people to find out where they're at to help them in their pre-crisis before it gets to crisis crisis? Mm-hmm. So I hope that we've made a difference for our listeners to just really be able to think about, you know, what would we do in this situation or what have we done and we've, you know, kind of failed at it or we really didn't step up our game like we should have and take some time to put a plan in place. It's really kind of like a disaster recovery plan. You know, you do that for a hurricane, you do that for a fire, you know, things that you're required to plan for in your business. But this is something that really could have um, an eternal impact for a Christ follower, Mm -hmm. but also... um, Or even a pre-Christian, this could have an eternal impact because you could actually have an opportunity to present the gospel to somebody in devastation. I meant that as an owner. I didn't mean, yes, most definitely you can influence the person no matter where they're at spiritually. But then being able to say, you know, I want to be known as that employer who really cares. Right. We, you know, we should have left time for callers today. That would have mm-hmm. been a great idea. Let people call in and answer some of those questions. But okay. So we, we recommend if you're a business owner, leader, organizational leader, check out marketplace chaplains or corporate chaplains. Get somebody in talking and ministering to your people and developing a relationship so that in the time of pre-crisis, before it's a crisis crisis, they've got somebody to talk to. 
That's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Make yourself available. Uh, spend time with your employees on a day-to-day basis so that you can notice when their demeanor changes. All of those things help you get in front of this, but also be prepared. I, I love the divorce disaster preparedness plan for every business. Mm-hmm. Especially the, the smaller the business, the more you better be planning. You know, I'll just say real quick, people could call into our listener line and give us some examples and we could certainly share them at a future time. 866-713-9675. 866-713-9675. We should, we should plug that more often. 866-713-WORK. W-O-R-K. W-O-R-K in Cincinnati. No, no we're not on that one yet. All right. So tough conversation. We're looking at the realities of the cost of divorce on businesses and organizations yet there's so much we can do to be proactive on this and and i'm i would imagine because most business owners are looking at the they're looking at how do we make more sales how do we make more business but really when you look at it when your employees are healthy when your employees are living great lives uh, they are when when they are in the best place at home your business will thrive more your biggest investment is your people Mm -hmm. i mean it's and how often do we i don't know we miss that so thanks for tuning into I Work For Him today. Make sure you check out the resources on our website and it's pass this podcast on along to somebody else. We just need to remember, Christians, Christ is the solution to the issues that our society faces each and every day. We need to just let people know Jesus is the answer. Just surrender. You've been listening to I Work For Him together on Tuesdays with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for Him. him.